Hello, my name is Dominique Drew, and this is The Art of Attraction, the premier podcast to elevate your relationships, your life, and yourself. I'm your host, Dominique Drew, an intuitive, a spiritual guide, and a seasoned expert in men's relationship coaching. I've used the methods in this podcast to completely transform my own life and relationships, and now, high performers in every industry hire me to help them do the same. Here, you will learn how to solve the issues in your inner world which keep you from real fulfillment, deep intimacy, freedom, and authenticity. Welcome to the next stage of your evolution. Hello, everyone, and we are live with The Art of Attraction with Dominique Drew. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited. So I'm hopping on here. I do not exactly know what it is uh, that's going to come out of my mouth today. Excuse me while I just do a little sound, making sure that I am coming through okay. Uh, if you are joining me on Facebook Live, if you're watching me on video right now, hey, girl, hey, what's going on? Um, I'm streaming to you live on Facebook. I'm streaming with you live on YouTube and on Twitch. How, uh, you know, how, how tech savvy am I? I'm so impressed with myself. So uh, recently, this has been um, something that I've been uh, working on. I want to be able to broadcast to more platforms. You know, if you've followed me for a while, you know that my intention is really to go uh, super global with this work. Uh, so I want to get uh, I want to get things out to as many people as possible. So I'm just going to turn down my gain just a little bit so that I am not blasting everyone in their ears, but only a few people. So testing, 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 testing. Okay, great. I think that should be good. If you are listening to me live, please let me know how I'm coming across in the sound. I am new to this. I'm working on it. Um, I'm sure I'll be killing it before too long. Meanwhile, you know, it takes a little, uh, uh, getting used to, you know, and that's really kind of the, <laughs> the bitch of entrepreneurship is that no matter how amazing you are at your gift, you really need to be incredibly well-rounded in order to get it off the ground. You know, um, like, yes, you're a, a beautiful healer, uh, and you've got your, you know, you've got your amazing gift. And also like you need to learn sales and, you know, maybe like how to build a funnel. And I know a lot of people who, um, successful entrepreneurs who are in the space of helping people like that build their business because it's really, uh, uh, and having experiences myself, I can confirm this. It's really a, a level of heartbreak when you learn that you, um, you can't just sort of, you know, like that there, there's leveling up that you need to do in order to bring your gift to the world, right? And if you phrase it like that, it doesn't sound super heartbreak worthy because you're like, oh, you're leveling up. But in the moment, you're like, oh, I just, I want to heal people. I want to help people. You know, this, is, this work is, is, is my life. I'm so gifted. I just want to be an energy healer. Um, 
And, you know, the person who, and this is true as just about everything that comes out on this show, this is true on every level in, in every aspect of your life. Um, you know, in order to reach the upper echelons of your gift. Okay, you can be an energy healer who has a Reiki practice, who, who gets a Reiki mastery um, certification in four weekends. And, and yes, everyone, that's how long it takes to be a Reiki master. May I suggest perhaps that word is misplaced? Um, but cool. So you want to be a Reiki master. That's great. And you want to do your little energy healing and you want to, you know, charge, you know, $50 an hour and you want to see, you know, a thousand people over the, over the span of your career. Um, then that's great. That's a certain level of bringing your gift into the world. And that may be enough for you. And that is golden. Okay. If that is what you want and that does it for you, brilliant. Good for you. You do you girl, you know? If though you want to expand that, if you want more than that, if you want to make an impact, you want to be an energy healer that, you know, the world remembers not to be remembered, but because you have created massive impact in the world. And this can be however you want, right? This isn't just about healing, obviously. You could be a librarian who shifts the world. You could be an engineer who shifts the world. You could be a mogul. You could be a real estate agent. You could be a teacher. I just saw uh, at some point this week this really cute video of, I believe, Lady Gaga on stage, like accepting some sort of award or, or doing something from this big audience. And somebody had asked her uh, if there was a teacher that had been really like impactful to her. Um, and she mentioned this teacher and it turned out the teacher was in the audience. And so this was like her third grade teacher or something. And <laughs> they come up and she's just like, oh my, oh my God, like, oh my God, like you changed, you changed my life. And folks, like, that's how it happens. That is how it happens. One person at a time. And that doesn't mean think small. That doesn't mean your goal is, is one person. It means that's in reality how it occurs. You know? You know, I'm, I'm building a global empire of conscious awareness. And I'm starting with my clients in my group call this afternoon. And we're going to talk about some stuff and then we're going to take the next step and we're going to take the next step. Meanwhile, I take the next step and I take the next step in myself and everywhere I go. That is emanating. You guys, A, I just want to like send you some love right now. I, I'm super glad that you joined me for this. Like I can, I can feel you. I feel you there listening. <laughs> the ladies, the gentlemen. I'm so, so, so glad that you're here with me. I'm really just like letting that nourish my spirit right now. Um, I know I start every episode like, I'm so glad you joined me. It's actually not an intro. In fact, I've never written an intro for my show. Some of you, that's probably not a surprise. Because <laughs> sometimes the intro is a little bit like, um... Hey, so I'm Domini. Uh, this is the Art of Attraction. Cool. Uh, where should we go? You know, and I, you know, I've sort of 
it's 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 on my my list of something to accomplish is to write an intro, but I've never really quite landed on on you know what feels right. Same with music, things like that. So you know, as you follow me, um, as I uh, certainly plan on continuing to provide you with epic, life changing um, perspective changing, perception changing guidance and insight. You will see, and you may have already seen, the podcast grow. You will be with me on my journey as I become more professional. And like, that's just the trappings. Who cares if there's an intro or not? What matters is that I'm speaking some fucking truth into your ear in a way that your human system can hear it, can feel it, can resonate. That is why I'm here. That is why I show up every time. It's why I will continue to show up because I love that shit. That is my jam in this life. And it's because I love doing it. Another success tip. I am not attached to the outcome of of my actions in a lot of ways. Right? I don't need you to resonate from this. I offer it. It's great when you do. It is not why I do it. I do it so that you can. I don't do it so that you will. And that might seem like a subtle difference, but it's more hands-off on my part. Right? I get my clients killer results in their life. I mean, shifting to focused on shallow things, on the physical, on, on money, nothing wrong with either of those things. But, you know, overly focusing on them, of course, leads to that empty feeling inside. It leads to like, well, what is the point? Where's the real happiness lie? You've got all the trappings. You've got a yacht. That's great. Are you happy? When you wake up in the morning, are you happy when you are on that yacht? Or are you thinking in your mind? Are you telling yourself that you should be happy? This is about becoming real, about giving yourself permission to be real. It is about blossoming into you, into your real self. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is fucking killer. That is killer. That is a game changer. Right? I'm not even like talking on the level of like money doesn't buy happiness crap. Let's go below that. Right? I wrote a, a, a post on this on Facebook, I think, who uh, with a, uh, in a discussion with someone, I think maybe on LinkedIn. And um, a friend of mine from college reached out and he was like, yeah, like I hear the whole like money doesn't buy happiness trope. Um, but really, like, you know, we're not quite clear on what that research means and, um, it, you know, and then like exactly how to interpret it. 
And, you know, it can, it's, it can be dangerous because on a societal level, it can lead into beliefs like this, da, 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 da. And it was just like a beautiful response, right? I went to college with some incredibly brilliant people and he, he is no exception, my friend Joey. Um, and I'm so glad that he wrote because I, first of all, I always want new perspectives. Tell me, right? I am not an expert on societal, you know, belief systems or, um, well, I mean, I suppose that touches on my expertise, but like, you know, on a, on a societal level, on a more, um, you know, the, the, the systems, right? The infrastructure of how a society is built. That's not my area of expertise. And so he brought me this really wonderful perspective. He's like, yeah, but careful. And of course he's correct, right? There's so much more to it than just, you know, money doesn't buy happiness. And the response that the post that I was responding to that I think came across on LinkedIn in that example, in that exchange, um, was saying something similar. They're like, well, you know, it's not that money doesn't buy happiness. It's that it depends on your starting baseline, right? If you are a, a single parent and you're struggling to raise your kid and you are, you know, you're struggling with this and that and, and you don't have enough money and things like that, then money, you know, will create more happiness than if it does not. <sighs> yeah and no. What you're describing there is not so much happiness that is caused by money. It is a momentary relief of pain and discomfort through the injection of finances. Okay. So yeah, of course, if I, you know, you, you specifically, if I buy you a yacht, you're going to be happy about it. Most likely until you find out what it takes, what it costs to run it. But if I were to hand you a yacht right now, you would feel happiness. Understandable. That's not exactly what the, even the trope is, is trying to say. Because here's what would really happen. I would get you that yacht. I would hand it to you. I'd be like, here you go. You'd be like, bitch, you the best. Okay. Then you would get on your yacht. You would take selfies. You would invite your friends over onto it. You would, um, you know, do you have videos on it with it in your background. You'd be like, look at me, I'm such a baller. Um, and that would go on for, uh, let's say, uh, a few months, okay? Now, let's be generous. Let's say a year. Let's say a year, you're just thrilled with it, whatever. A year later, you're like, <clears throat> let's say that you do have the, the, the finances to run it. You're, you're doing your whole thing, right? Great. Now you're like, boy, this, this yacht is really great. What I could really use is a chef for it. What I could really use is, you know, that other guy's over there, he has, has a helipad. And like, that's really useful because I have to fly commercial to get to where my yacht is, um, you know, or, you know, where it's docked or da, 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 da. So there's this kind of hedonic treadmill wherein we, wherever you are now, if you level up, you will experience some happiness. Absolutely. Obviously. Then though, you adjust to that level and you're back to being unhappy again, okay? This, and you know, hopefully he will correct me if I'm incorrect here, but this research is actually pretty solid. People who have won the lottery, right? Some amount of years later, maybe five years later, they are no happier than they were before they won the lottery. And that's like fairly across the board from what I recall of that research, okay? So 
you know, A, there's, there's that. B, so yeah, of course, you know, if you have a single parent who's struggling financially, you would give her, hey, here's, you know, uh, enough money to live. Great. Now she's a single parent living a middle-class life. Guess what? She's going to have the same problem. They're going to come back around, right? So when we say happiness, we don't mean momentary joy, okay? We don't mean um, relief of pain because of course money gives those things. We're talking about what really matters in life. What I see the gift of money actually does give is that it takes care of every need and every perceived need. What do I mean? It's, it makes it so that because you have achieved all these things that society has told you mean success. You already got the yacht. You are successful. So now why aren't you happy? Right? It removes blame. <laughs> you can't blame, well, I'm ha- not happy because I don't have a yacht. First of all, if we're talking about causation and not correlation, okay, if we were talking about money 100% brings happiness or 100% does not bring happiness. That means that no one without money would be happy. Okay, so obviously that is not the case. What I want to invite is a deeper level, a deeper awareness of this dynamic, okay? There, there are human needs that you experience pleasure or not pleasure, depending on whether or not they, were, they are fulfilled. If you are hungry, it is more difficult maybe to be happy than if you are not hungry, okay? Things like that. But we're talking about real fulfillment here, okay? When you have all those things squared away, you still have the same problems that you do when you're at a lower level of financial success. So, what if you address those issues separately and shift your focus from achieving outside of yourself to achieving within yourself, right? This is not new, this is everywhere. Okay, so here's the point. The point is there's real fulfillment to be found, period. Many people don't even think that is true. They go, well, I'm just an anxious person. That's just how I'm built. All right, sure as shit is now. You just locked yourself into that. And every time you say it, and every time you convince somebody else that that is what's wrong with you, and that's who, I, that's who you are, and that is it, the more solid that gets. I am this type of person, okay? What if you said, I'm a super successful, confident person. I'm a person who loves myself. I'm a person who's resilient. 
instead of, oh, I have anxiety. I'm, an, I'm a person who's anxious, right? Because maybe you're both, but you're only mentioning the one that you actually want less of in your life. You guys, this self-sabotage is everywhere, okay? It is everywhere. I see it everywhere. I can feel it everywhere. Just look at the basics. How do you find it? Here you go, okay? I'm going to give it to you right now. When you can identify what you want, okay? In a small way, a sandwich for lunch. I'll start there. Notice whether you move towards it or you move away from it. That's it. That is the end. (laughs) Things are actually very simple. Now, for those of you that just dismissed the exercise that I gave you in your minds, probably because it was too simple. Cool. I want to talk to you for just a minute. Did you just see yourself move away from what you wanted? No is an acceptable answer. But look next time. Oh, man, I mean, I would love a career, but here's why I can't have one. Great. <laughs> so it's, it's whether you're moving towards or away, not the reasons why you're moving away. Well, I would, but I have kids, so I can't. I know multiple people in my lives right now who want an animal. I know someone who's dying for a kitten. I know someone who's dying for a puppy. And they both have excellent reasons why they can't have what they want. According to them. (laughs) But... Those And so what you're doing is you're prioritizing the reasons over the desire. For this excellent reason, I am not letting myself have what I want. Oh, I want to go on trips. My kids are in school and uh, so I can't go, so I'll go in five years. Okay. There's nothing wrong with any of this. There is, however, a lot of insight that explains why you don't have what you want, okay? Why don't you actually have what you want? Because you don't really want it, okay? Dominie, I'm single, I'm lonely. Every aspect of me wants a partner, but I don't have one. I can't find one. She won't come. I push them away. Okay, great. What do you like about your current situation? Oh, nothing. I want a partner. I hate being alone. There's nothing I like about being alone. Okay, great. Let's dig. Okay, we dig a little bit. Well, I mean, I guess it's nice that I have my own schedule. You know, I can do what I want, but that's not enough. Okay, great. Let's keep digging. Dig, 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 dig. Oh, hey. I experienced so much rejection from my mother when I was young that on some level, I feel that if I experience that rejection again, I will die. It will literally 
destroy me and I'm not willing to risk that. Or it might destroy me. Remember, this is not the logical mind. We are deeper than that now. This is held in your cellular structure, in the cells of your body and deeper. These reside. So I'm not willing to risk being rejected again from something I want so badly as a life partner. It feels unsafe and I would rather stay safe even if I'm miserable. Good. Now, we have found an excellent, excellent reason why you would rather be single. Okay? In order to change who we are, we must be willing to let go of who we used to be. Let me rephrase that more accurately. In order to become who we want to be, we must be willing to let go of who we are. Okay? You're not actually letting go of who you are. You're becoming who you actually are, but you're letting go of who you think you are, which is going to feel about the same way until you see it from the other side of the fence. You must be willing to let go of your current identity to form the one you desire. You have no idea how flexible of a being you are. I'm generalizing. Some of you might. The vast, vast, vast majority of you do not. You think, oh yeah, I can grow. or Oh yeah, I can start a business. Girl, I am talking about you could change your entire body your physical body. You can change the way people respond to you. You can change your athleticism. You can change your natural talents. I mean, you are like 70% water and like 99.9% space. Okay? Literally on both. Those are true statements. You can, you can flex yourself in any direction. I'm talking last scene of the Matrix flex. Why don't you experience that the same way I'm expressing that you can? Here's why. Because you're holding on to what you've always been. Because in order to step into Matrix level, spoon bending, you know, self-manifestation, self-mastery, you need to be flexible. You need to be able to move. And in order to do that, in order to grow into a new shape, in order to even listen to life enough to know what shape is there for you, what shape you want to be in next, because that information will actually come from what feels like outside of you. Not from your ego of, I'm going to even like vision board who I want to be. No, 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 no. Listen. Listen for who you want to be. What feels like an effortless and empowered and exciting new step. Hmm. And everything you hold on to from your past self is a weight against 
that freedom and flexibility. Every single decision about who you are keeps you stuck. So, question on Facebook. Thank you, Christine, for writing back. Uh, if there is, if that's all there is to it, she says, how are people still unhappy? Is it only because they move away from what they know they intuitively want? And if yes, what about a situation where you don't know what you want? Beautiful. Yeah, you're right, girl. I'm speaking on a very deep level here. Okay. Yeah, that is actually all there is to it. How are people still unhappy? Why? Bet you money, you know the answer to this. Nobody, if I were to show you what you want and how you're moving away from it, obviously you would fix it, right? Sure. Because you want to be happy. So why would you move away from something you want? (gasps) Maybe because you don't know you're doing it. Maybe because you think you have to and you've never even questioned that assumption. Maybe because either what you want or why you don't want it is unconscious and thus inaccessible by the conscious mind until it becomes conscious. This is the work that I do with my clients. I help you to bring into conscious awareness that which you desire and the ways you are holding yourself back from it. That is my role. I show you how you're holding yourself back from what you want. How do I know you're holding yourself back from what you want? Because I can see where you are. Exactly what you want, what all of you want, mind you, not just your conscious self, not this like... I'm Domini and I'm 38 and I'm an empowered woman and I'm from America and I'm do 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 and this is what I want in life. Okay? Sure, but that's shallow level. Let's look at what I've got. Okay, a few years ago, my success hadn't taken off. Cool, why did I not want success? Okay, I thought I wanted success. If you asked me, I would have assured you to heaven and back that I wanted success. How did I know that I did not want success? Because I couldn't fucking, it wasn't there. It wasn't in front of me. All right. So why might I not want it? And you know what I found? I just shared this in um, a a video that I put out on YouTube today that was called, I think, Two Ways I Used to Sabotage Myself. Check that video out when we finish here. And, um, And one of the ways was I... Uh, I needed to change my role. I was afraid of changing my role within my family. I was the, uh, I'm the youngest in my family and I'm youngest by like a fair amount. Like my nearest sibling is four years older. So, you know, I'm 38 now. That's not that much distance now. But when you're little, you know, your growth is so rapid that like, mine still is, but <laughs> um, when you're when you're little, your growth is so rapid that, you know, between Two and six is a massive difference. Between six and 10 is a massive difference. So I was always the like, you know, like I was always a few steps behind. 
you know, I was like a little bit the mess up or I was like really flaky because I was super ungrounded. Um, and so it was a little bit like, you know, I was a little bit of an eye roll, right? And partially, so some of, that, some of that's just my role, but partially I just didn't know as much as my siblings did. So I could never really win an argument. You know, if they're talking about even like international relations and they've got four years on me, you know, before you're 25, it's like, I don't, you know, no matter what my experience was, no matter what I was, I ended up being wrong, right? And rightness was something that was prized very much in my family. You know, each family has like a, a kind of template, right? A set of priorities and values. What's really important? What, what makes a person good? Um, and in my family, it was being right. It was being smart and being right. And I think those two things were also linked. They're not actually, but I think they were in, in our structure. So for me to take off and have a thriving, successful, sexy business that takes me around the world where I teach to huge crowds and I'm changing people's lives and they're writing about it on Facebook and I'm like, I'm like doing my thing. I needed to change that role. And I had no idea that I believed any of this right up until the healing session when I found it and cleared it. But I was afraid of, of doing that. I thought I would lose my family. So, hey, Domini, do you want to be successful? Heck yeah, I do. Has a very different answer than, hey, Domini, are you willing to sacrifice your relationship with your family forever in order to achieve success? Well, hang on, give me a second. But I didn't know that I believed that. I just knew my attempts at success had always failed. So, you know, th that's why, you know, anytime somebody works with me, and I mean from a one-on-one -on -one session all the way to, you know, months of, of coaching, Okay. I have people who work with me for $5,000. I have people that work with me for $100,000. Okay. Every single person who comes in and works with me, the first thing we do is learn to notice because that's the skill that you need in order to decipher what is truly you, what is the authentic you versus what is who you've always thought you are. Okay. We need to identify what it is that you believe because your assumptions about life are profound. Everyone's are. Um, you know, you you until you know what you believe, you just assume that it's true and you're locked into it. There's no room there to shift and move. So I'm just writing back to um, Christine there. Thank you so much for that comment, Christine. That was really great. So, um, so this is what it's about, right? It's about becoming aware. That's why awareness is so highly prized, certainly in my camp. Okay? It is the one skill that you need because if you have that, you can solve every other problem right? It's like, um, 
if you spend your time in high school and in college, if you choose to go to um, learning how to learn, learning how to manage your time, learning how to um, relate well with others, learning how learning self-discipline, learning balance of being an adult and having fun and nourishing yourself versus getting your shit done that you need to get done. You know, if you spend those years mastering those skills, you're really well set up for adulthood because then you can learn whatever you want, right? You don't need to be a software engineer coming out of college. If you come out of college with an English degree, but you know how you work, shit, a couple more years, you can be a computer engineer and you can, you know, go work in Silicon Valley. Probably. I don't really know how long those degrees take. So I'm like kind of pull that out of my ass. Um, but the point that I'm trying to make, which is not being pulled out of my ass, um, is that 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 underlying skill will set you up for success in all the other ones, right? So becoming aware of yourself, there's nothing that you cannot fix if you are aware of yourself. There's nothing that you cannot, manifest and you know the the most truthful word there there is nothing that you cannot become right i am in the interesting position right now of uh leveling up my business okay so i adore adore what i do in case that's not obvious um it, it lights me up. It helps other people light up. Like, I think it's what the world needs. I am like, boom, in the right place. And so I'm, you know, taking the next step in my journey of uh, creating global empire. And, um, and so as I'm doing that, I am consciously creating who I want to be. I am consciously creating who I want to be. Just sit with that for just a second. If you were able to do that, let's say, just in the realm of imagination, of pretend for just a minute that you were in fact an empowered and conscious being who could create actively who you want to be. And like, I can show you, I can show you how, I can give you the details on that. The question though is, can you picture yourself as the type of person who can do that? Take a minute now. Who would you be if you could consciously create who you are? What would that even feel like? Not even like who, you, who, who would you create yourself to be? But just imagine yourself as you are right now, except that you can create exactly who you want to be consciously with your awareness. You can pick like you're shopping in a grocery store. How would that feel in your body? What shift did you just experience? in your physical body? How's your breathing? This 
state is within your reach. It is the skill that you just learn how to do, just like you've learned to do like millions of skills in the span of your lifetime. Right? Peeing in a toilet, walking, drinking out of a cup, learning to use a cell phone, learning to use a fork, learning new technologies, <laughs> forgetting old technologies. <laughs> Cassette tapes represent. Thank you. Okay, you have learned so many skills in your life that you just take for granted right now. This is just another skill. I can teach you to do it in a month, two months max. Mastery in just a couple more. Life doesn't need to be difficult, my love. Notice where you are inviting the difficulty. This is your homework from this episode. Notice where you are inviting difficulty. Notice where you are moving away from that which you desire and toward that which you do not. Notice, watch yourself. This is the only skill you need to get like really far in life, okay? Real life, your, your inner human system life, okay? Awakening begins with noticing. Unless you just drop into enlightenment, in which case, kudos for listening to my podcast. Drop me a line. Yo, come on. Any enlightenment folks out there? Any enlightened folks? Come on, represent. Okay, but if you're not quite there yet, that's cool. There's still plenty of time. And honestly, it doesn't take much. All that it takes is being on a path that actually leads you directly there. Okay? That's why my work is special. Not because it has any secret to enlightenment. Enlightenment is not a secret. The steps to enlightenment are online. On the interwebs. They are in books. They have been written about for like literally millennia. Okay? Secrets and lack of knowledge is not your problem. It's implementation through integration. That's it. Or maybe it's more accurate actually to say integration through imp in implementation. Okay? I've, I work with people right now who are really well educated in personal development work. They've done a lot, right? Um, but they don't have the results they want. Why? Because it's not a learning that does this really, maybe a small level of learning, but that's on the mental level. Enlightenment isn't reached through the mental level. It is not conceptual. Everyone, well, not everybody, with a little bit of work, you can conceive easily of enlightenment. Sure. You could write stories about it. You can imagine it. Maybe you can even visualize yourself there. Why then do you come back to your shitty life? Because... <laughs> I hope your life isn't shitty, but it probably has shitty aspects to it, right? 
because it is not integrated into your body, into your life, into your perception. That is where actual change is made. I do not ask someone how intelligent they are when they come into my program. I do not ask someone how well-read they are when they come into my program. I do not ask someone how much personal development work they've done when they come into my program because none of those things matter. Do you know what I ask them? And this is God's honest truth. I ask them how willing they are. How willing are you to step into the unknown? How willing are you to let go of what you think? To be wrong, essentially. How willing are you to step toward that which you desire? How willing are you to challenge that which you have always assumed to be true? That is the only thing I need to know when I work with someone. The only thing that matters, the difference between success and failure for that given client is how willing they are. Because that determines whether or not they will step forward into a new template, into a new way of being. One that prioritizes joy. Imagine that shit. One that prioritizes effortlessness, fulfillment, nourishment of the soul. Imagine. If those things were more important to you than the reasons why you should keep the job that you think is shitty or stay in the relationships, romantic, friendship, professional, or otherwise, that you think you have to be in. Okay? So what I want to leave you with today is that the entire art of the authentic life, of the fulfilled Existence, the art of becoming, starts with noticing who you want to be and the directions of the step this, steps that you take. Are they toward who you want to be? Are they away from who you want to be? Start very, very simply. It does not need to be complicated to be true. Usually it's the opposite. The most profound and simple lessons, mm, truths, are the ones that are the most profound. And then, of course, our brain goes, ah, if it's that, can't be that simple. If it's that simple, it's not real. Da, 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 da. Great. Are you moving towards what you want with that thought, or are you moving away from what you thought, from what you want? 
use this. It is simple. It is clean. Follow your genuine self. Where are you inclined to move? And if you would, drop me a line. Follow me, you know, whether you're on Facebook or Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever. Send me a note and tell me what results you got from this because this is an incredibly powerful exercise. And depending on how you want, how far you want or are willing to take it, can determine some serious results that you may have been looking for for a very long time. Thank you so, so, so much for joining me. So as we conclude here, please uh, rate um, and maybe leave a comment or a a five-star rating for this episode or for my podcast. Uh, If you haven't already, I really appreciate that kind of feedback. Um, Feel free to follow me, uh, subscribe on YouTube, Instagram, uh, find me on Facebook. I have a free group where I offer um, insights and uh, guidance just just straight up. It's called Success Through Inner Evolution. At least that's the title right now, but it'll be linked to my Facebook page. Honestly, these things evolve <laughs> in our evolution. Um, and so sometimes there is movement in that. So that's okay. I have, the, I have a weird first name. Find me online. Um, follow me from there. And uh, I would love to hear your feedback. And please, if you know someone who can benefit from this, share it. That means a lot to me. Thank you. And I hope this has been helpful. See you next time. Thank you for joining me for this episode of The Art of Attraction. This is Dominique Drew signing off and reminding you that if you love this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and most importantly, share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. See you next time.